Hey, Wags. What you doing? I'm ready to drink. All right. From Barney's Legends Podcast, we've got a uh, former professional bartender here, Wags. What are you thinking? Uh, I think today we should make a Bernie Blast. And, of course, we're going to be using Leaf Spirits Vodka. And uh, then let's just go ahead and get started here, Dave, shall we? So let's do it. First of all, what we're going to do is we're going to put one and a half ounces of OJ in the bottom of an empty glass. So this is like a health drink then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to just cover that with ice. And then now we're going to move over to the side. And uh, if we could come in here and take a close look, uh, we're going to pour in uh, ingredients successively in separate mixing glass. We've got our vodka. Your choice of blue caraco. Blue caraco. Absolutely. Do they have green and gold caraco, do you know? Uh, I, I don't think it would be necessary for green and gold. Okay. Um, as much as I love where your head's at, Dane, it's blue. And then we're going to put in some ginger ale. Four and a half ounces of lemonade. Now we're ready to mix. So if you have a mixer, we can just go ahead. This is an old bartender trick when you're at your tailgate. Just pour it back and forth. We've got our main drink glass with the OJ. We're ready to go. I'll tell you what, I'm excited to drink some of this Leap Spirit vodka. Whatever it's in, it's going to be really good. I know that. All right. And finally, we are going to garnish with a lemon twist. Okay, there's the gold portion of our green and gold. I like it. There you go, Dan. Thanks, Mike. Let me have a sip. It's delicious. Smooth, leap spirits vodka. Terrific. Thank you, Eggs. Absolutely. Cheers. Go back out! All right, welcome in to a very snowy and cold edition of Lombardi's Legends <laughs> podcast recording here on a Thursday morning, and I am Wags. Joining me, as always, is Dane. Dane, we've got Hopium alive and well for another week. How are you doing today, man? I'm great, man. I'm. You said it. It's snowing. It's cold out. Unfortunately, we have to go to Miami uh, for a Christmas Day matchup. I sure wish Miami was coming up north uh, to, to Green Bay, but... Um, how can't you be excited? Packers have won two in a row and uh, heading down to Miami, trying to make it three, trying to keep these slim playoff hopes alive. But there's optimism in the air. Packers, I think, are coming off of their best performance as a team on the entire season against the Rams at home last week on Monday Night Football. So, you know what? Let's go into it. Let's have some fun and, and let's see if the Packers can make this three straight and go on a little bit of a run here. 
Yeah, no kidding. I mean, um, it, it, this is, you know how this is going to end for us, Dane, is uh, <laughs> we'll win this week, get our hopes up, uh, take care of the Vikings, and then the Lions will come into Lambeau. Uh, and I'm not even going to say it, but I, I'm just so prepared to have a gut punch uh, with the way that this season has gone. But I, I've enjoyed these last couple of weeks. I don't know about yeah. you, Dane, but it feels good to win. And and on, oh, while it's still a long shot with every passing week, that long shot just gets a, a little bit less of a long shot. Uh, we're up to about a 15% chance of uh, making the playoffs now. And um, if we win this week and things kind of keep going Packers way, uh, mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden we're talking about not just a, a long shot or a, a hopium dream, but uh, it's right in front of them and, and to a certain extent. So things still need to break a little bit this week, um, and the Packers need to continue to take care of business. This might be the toughest uh, one left, or maybe, uh, but we'll see. It's going to be three very, very good opponents. Um, sometimes having the non-divisional opponent can be a little bit of an advantage, um, and I think it's probably coming at a great time here for the Packers. Yeah. Uh, one week removed from the bye, um, Coach LaFleur, tends not to have the best success out of the bye. I think that last week was the first win he's had post-bye in his coaching career. Um, so we took care of business in dominating fashion, uh, in my mind, against the Rams, mm-hmm. um, and we should have. Uh, so we did everything that I think we needed to do uh, in that game. So, Dane, I don't know if you want to do a quick recap of that Rams game and maybe just highlight a couple of the things uh, that you took away from that game uh, that give you some hope for uh, what the Packers can continue to build on headed into this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it starts up front with the offensive line. I thought they played a phenomenal football game against a lesser opponent. Um, and they were able to run the ball and control the line of scrimmage, control the, the ground game largely throughout this game. And um, they did what you expect them to do. Aaron Jones looked electric at times. A.J. Dillon had a couple touchdowns, was rumbling, um, had concussion symptoms at the end of the game, has already been cleared back at practice. So um, what's not to like about that kind of offensive threat that we were able to see, maybe not the biggest game from Christian Watson, but Romeo Dobbs coming back from a, a long stretch of injury. Wags for a rookie to come back and have some meaningful plays the way that he did is encouraging. So this is an offense that maybe isn't clicking on all cylinders, but it's one that's really looking up. And I thought that they continued that ascension upwards um, against the Rams. They just looked more settled in. They looked more comfortable. Rodgers looked more comfortable with a lot of his reads. He looks like he's trusting his offensive line. And this is where we were hoping the offense would be earlier in the year. But I'm encouraged to see where they're at now with a lot of younger guys around Rodgers. They look like they're really starting to hit their own. They're finding a stride um, uh, late in the season. Yeah, for sure. And how about Kayshawn Nixon? Um, I feel like I need to just turn it right back to you because uh, there, you know, we've there's not two I think bigger fans of Kayshawn Nixon than you and I, but you've been singing his praises from the get go, even before he started uh, returning punts and returning kickoffs. Um, that started a little bit earlier, uh, but this is a guy that you know we didn't know he could be anywhere close to this good of a return man. But you, we were both talking, heck, back when they uh, were in the preseason, we knew he had some experience as a return man, and we were wondering aloud, 
why there wasn't more of an open competition uh, between uh, he and Amari Rogers. And I, you know, this isn't the take a, a pat on the back to her, but Dane, let's take a, a pat on the back because uh, while we didn't know he would be this good, um, it, it still made no sense that there wasn't an open competition uh, with Amari Rogers from the get go. Um, regardless of uh, looking back, we were, we we're saying it at the time. So this isn't even with the benefit of 2020 hindsight. Um, we were, we, right. you can go back and look, um, but we, we were <clears throat> the whole time saying we need to have competition for Amari Rogers. And um, so not only is Kayshawn Nixon come in and stabilize that um, he's looking like, it's just any time now he's going to break one uh, and take it to the house. And uh, even if he doesn't, the way that he's been returning uh, both on kickoffs and punts is really turning into a, a weapon and flipping the field. So um, I, I couldn't be happier for Kayshawn. And uh, now he wants to play slot receiver too. So, um, uh, so we'll see. He's, he's becoming that weapon late in the season that can really um, all of a sudden flip the script, I think, for a struggling Packers team, if they're able to continue on this run, uh, that's the type of thing that could make some noise. So uh, the, you bet you should get excited about that. And Dane, I couldn't be more excited about those prospects. We all of a sudden have not just a not bad special team, and hopefully this continues, we could actually have a good special teams headed down the stretch these last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, Wags, Keishon Nixon, what, he's been returning for just a few weeks now. And uh, yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, was named uh, Pro Bowl alternate as a returner. I mean, that says, that speaks volumes about how good he's been and how dynamic he's been over the last few weeks. Aaron Rodgers said it himself, and I'm paraphrasing, that in 18 years, um, he'd never seen a team kick away from a Green Bay Packer returner before. And now they're trying to do that against Keishon Nixon. The league is taking notice of how good Kayshawn's been. And by the way, he's also pretty damn good on defense when he's gotten his opportunities as well. He's been a revelation for this Packers uh, team. He's a contributor on special teams. He's a contributor on defense. Why not throw him out and play slot once in a while, Wags? I I'm all here for it. It's late in the year. Anybody who's going to find a spark for this team. But um, Kayshawn's been phenomenal. And um He's been given the green light from Aaron Rodgers to return the ball anytime uh, he's able to, and I'm here for it. Even if we get buried a couple times, the, the risk-reward with Kayshawn with the ball in his hands is too good to pass up. Oh, so you are, are you saying Coach Basaccia shouldn't get all the credit and Coach Aaron is, is should get a little bit of credit to you? Um, well, yeah, I, I, I will. I will. I mean, Wags, I will say that if you're a returner and, you know, you have a coach that's telling you one thing or the the other, but then you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback who could be prickly at times that just looks at you and says, take it out. Don't worry about it. That does take a little of the stress off it, right? I mean, go go try to get some. And I love it. I love Aaron saying that to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, you referenced uh, Romeo Dobbs coming back. I thought he really looked good in the snaps that he had. It was about what you and I expected. He had 23 snaps against the Rams. Um, so uh, certainly Alan Lazard still had the lion's share uh, ahead, and, and, and Christian Watson, of course, as well. Uh, but I think he acquitted himself very well, something, again, that we could see a few more snaps for Romeo Dobbs starting this week. Um, I wouldn't say he's going to replace the Alan Lazard snaps at any point in the near 
near future, but I, I think we could get get a few more. Uh, this is a game that, uh, looking ahead at the Dolphins, Packers will probably need to put up some points. Uh, and then, you know, I, I was really pleased with Quay Walker's performance. Uh, I thought he had a yes. couple of blow-it-up impact plays and looked like he came out of the bye, and that did him some good as well. Uh, you, you mentioned Aaron Jones looked healthier. Uh, I, I thought Quay Walker uh, really looked dialed in in this last game. And, and that's a struggling Rams team. And it was nice to see Packers get some pressure on the quarterback that Rams offensive line's a mess. So, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, I, I don't want to take anything away from the Packers up front and what they were able to accomplish in that game. Um, but uh, it, it is nice. Sometimes it's good just to get a little bit of a snowball rolling downhill as far as that's concerned and get a little bit of confidence. Uh, Preston Smith had a nice game up front as well. And, um, and one, one other thing I think was was uh, really impressive with the defenses. It seemed like they did make some adjustments. They, I got mm-hmm. frustrated with some of the long third down conversions that the Rams were able to uh, make early in the game in the first couple of possessions, uh, but they seemed to really uh, limit that as the game went along, as they should. Uh, against an undermanned Rams team. So uh, they cleaned that up. And um, so I'm going to give credit for Coach Barry when it deserves credit, but he's really going to have to step up his game as far as the, the plan for this week because it's completely different. We're going from what might be the most depleted, worst offense in the NFL last week to arguably one of the, if not one of the top three offenses in the NFL this week uh, in Miami. So, um, so, so, some good takeaways there. Um, and uh, Dane, anything else that you wanted to hit on as far as the uh, game last week against the Rams on Monday? No, no, I think that uh, we, we bang this drum. We'll do it again. Preston Smith continues to just be a consummate professional. Every You mentioned him every week. He just does his job. He's a leader on the defense. He's just he's a good football player. Right. Doesn't matter where you put him. He's a good football player. So just the more we can highlight just having if you have 11 Preston Smiths, you're winning a lot of football games. I'll just put it at that. So really good week again for Preston Smith. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, Dane, let's transition then into this Miami game. Uh, Packers are playing Christmas Day. Uh, down in Miami, you said you'd rather they be coming up to Lambeau. I'm coming from Florida and I got a rude, uh, you know, welcome. <laughs> I said, yeah, you're from Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, so that just as a sidebar, thank you, Dane, and to all of our <laughs> listeners for putting up with some maybe slightly lower quality, um, audio and video the last couple of weeks as I've been, um, taking a bye down in uh, Biloxi and uh, Pensacola Beach. So uh, I, I was enjoying some warm weather for a while and uh, not anymore. It's 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 winter in Wisconsin, yep. <laughs> maybe, and I'm ready to dial it up Welcome for home. some hopefully potential playoff football. So, Dane, just taking a look at this injury report there. So just starting there, um, seems like we came out relatively healthy. Uh, from this last yeah. game. So uh, I think the big thing that we'll be watching is uh, David Bakhtiari. So any updates as far as uh, you're concerned or what mm-hmm. you might guess or expect as far as his status coming into this week um, and any other uh, notable injuries or returns or updates that you think we might want to touch on from the Packers side? Yeah, you know, David, it's uh, it's so hard when we're talking about something that's non-football related. The appendectomy is something that came out of left field. Obviously, the knees issue has been an issue for a while now, but now with the appendectomy, if if I had to guess, I'll say he's not going to play again this week. 
That's just my assumption um, until um, until we see otherwise. Didn't practice uh, during the walkthrough yesterday. Um, but you know what? Zach Tom's played phenomenal football at the left side over the last couple of weeks in relief of David Bakhtiari. So, um, you know, of course, we would love to see David back. But Zach has played so well, and he's really helped galvanize this offensive line that uh, if David needs to sit out another week, he's going to sit out another week. Um, but other than that, you mentioned it. Everybody else is looking pretty darn healthy. Um, Elton Jenkins didn't didn't do the walkthrough yesterday either, but Elton Jenkins, that's typical on Wednesdays for Elton um, uh, this year as he's kind of returning from his knee injury. So largely this late in the year, I can't recall. There, I mean, knock on wood, this is a healthy Packer defense. This is a healthy Packer offense um, coming into to Miami. Now I'm looking at the Miami um, injury report, and the biggest name that sticks out to me when is uh, Armstead, their big offensive tackle. He's a pro bowler this year. He's been great for them. Um, I haven't seen an update other than, uh, you know, he's got a ton of injuries, right? Toe and peck and knee did not practice Wednesday. I assume he's going to be good to go um, for Sunday's matchup, but just keep an eye on him because he is a playmaker on that offensive line. And um, with a Packers pass rush that's had a hard time post Rashawn Gary injury of getting to the quarterback, um, you know, Armstead being in versus not being in would be a huge swing in the favor for the Packers defense. Yeah, absolutely. He's been playing through those injuries for a while now. So I tend to agree with you unless something kind of continues to worsen uh, with one of those injuries for him over the course of the week. It seems like they've just been trying to manage it um, uh, for uh, for a while now. So he'll probably go, but it's definitely something to your point to keep an eye on. Um, and he's kind of uh, not only the leader on that offensive line, got just got selected to another Pro Bowl uh, as he came over so to the Saints as a free agent uh, this year. So, And they've got some other injuries here as well, just to keep an eye on. And again, uh, we're, pra- we're recording here Thursday morning, so it, it, we're going to get a little bit better of a feel, I, I think, by tomorrow, uh, what, mm-hmm. what to expect for a, a game status. What, that'll be uh, put out there by both teams on Saturday. But also for D DNPs uh, on the defensive side of the ball, Javon Holland, safety, Melvin Ingram. Um, that was labeled as more veteran rust. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll expect him to go. And then um, Raheem Mostert was, again, kind of in the same boat as Melvin Ingram, labeled as veteran rust. So uh, so I, there's, there's a, a long injury report on the Miami side, but um, as you said, I think Taron Armstead is the main one uh, to look at because that'll be the most impactful. Uh, but to be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. um, it looks like most of the guys uh, that are listed uh, should be ready to go for Sunday on their end as well. Uh, so, Dane, um, I think... Wag, circling, that- circling one position group there um, real quick is Holland there. Javon Holland for the Packer fans. He is the starting safety. Uh, from Miami. So uh, of all the guys that are least likely to play, I'd probably say it's him. Um, So keep an eye on that. Obviously, anytime the starters out is important information. Yeah, for sure. So Dane, um, why don't we start with the Packers defense against this Miami offense this week? Because I I think, to be honest with you, this probably will be the biggest key to you what ultimately uh, decides the outcome in this game. I I know that there's going to be other variables, of course, but um, it's really hard to get a read on Packers defense if they made improvements or not against a a really pretty beat up Rams offense last week. Um, One thing I will say 
is that it seemed like because of that uh, pass rush that they were able to get, that that really just settled things in from a coverage standpoint. Um, it was also nice to see. I know that it's still limited snaps. Um, and so, uh, but as far as the rush defense, aside from a couple of runs, and yeah, I know uh, um, they gave up another his longest run of the season uh, to, uh, last week, but um, it, it it seemed like the rush defense did a pretty adequate job against the Rams as well. Um, and so, I think that'll be really important this week. Uh, we're very familiar with with Mostert and Jeff Wilson uh, for Miami as they came over from uh, San Francisco, and McDaniel, uh, of course, was the offensive coordinator there, so now the head coach in Miami. Right. So um, they've given us some nightmares uh, on the San Francisco side of things. Um, so I think this week is going to be another week where it's going to be really big key uh, to see if we can at least slow down that Miami run game and try to make them a slightly more one-dimensional. Now it's similar to the Philadelphia offense in that you can try to make them one-dimensional, but they're still so dynamic that it doesn't necessarily make the job of slowing them down easier at the end of the day. Um, That being said, I'd rather have Tua throwing the ball um, a little bit more, honestly, as counterintuitive as that might sound. I think we've seen two as a guy that he'll give defenses opportunities. It's just a matter of if we, when we get the hand, our hands on the ball, can we take advantage of those? He's also a guy that with, uh, with Waddle and with, uh, uh, Tyree Kill is going to make a ton of plays in the past game, especially when he gets the ball in those guys' hands. Um, so I think you're going to have to take the good with the bad this week. Um, they're certainly going to probably need to give those guys a little bit of cushion so that you're not getting like, destroyed over the top or gashed for those long plays. Uh, But uh, it sure would help if Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, the guys up front can do what they can with perhaps a slightly lighter box uh, to slow down uh, those uh, slow down Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. Um, So that's a tough task, but um, you know, we got a little bit more of Devontae Wyatt last week, and we got some nice plays from Quay Walker that I mentioned. So, Dane, uh, what do you think? Can we do? Do we have what it takes to be able to keep this Miami run game in check and, and try to force them into throwing the ball more often than not? I do. I mean, I, I really do. I think that if the Packers are going to make a run to playoffs here, you need to have signature wins, right? That's just a reality. You're, you have a signature win here or there. And heading to Miami would be a signature win for, for the Green Bay Packers this year. But um, the Miami Dolphins are not an unbeatable team. They're an eight and six football team. Um, they're, they're, their offense is very, very good. Um, but I think that there's, there's definitely going to be opportunities for this Packers defense. I think that two things that were very noteworthy uh, takeaways uh, last week um, was a Darnell Savage returned from injury and he played one snap in the defensive base. So Rudy Ford has supplanted Darnell Savage for all intents and purposes as a starting safety for the Packers. Um, the other one um, that that I think is noteworthy is Jonathan Garvin, uh, the pass rusher, uh, did not get a pass rushing snap 
last week for the Packers. Um, Enigbari and Hollins have largely supplanted um, Garvin from, from getting this pass rush snap. So the Packers, I think, are starting to go with the hot hands. Uh, they, they, they've they deviated away now um, from some of the guys that maybe uh, fans from previous years uh, recognize or are used to. And they're going with guys that I think are bringing a little bit more pop, a little bit more enthusiasm, and, and guys that are, um, you know, you're going to take the Again, the bat uh, with, with I think um, with Rudy, but Rudy's a guy who's exceedingly aggressive. Maybe not as athletic as Darnell Savage, but he's a guy who's a go getter who's going to stick. He's going to make plays, and you can tell he likes to wrap up. So going into this week, Wags, um, you mentioned Quay Walker played really good football. I think last week, um, Andre Campbell getting better and better uh, post injury here, and I think we have the horses up front too with um, with with Kenny Clark. Um, I would love to see more uh, Devontae Wyatt this week. Um, he's been limited most of the year, and I think a lot of us are scratching our heads because in the limited snaps he's had, he's really making an impact. I think even last week, he had back-to-back plays where the first play he stopped the runner for a, a no gain or maybe a short loss, and then the next uh, play was in the, the backfield on the quarterback. So I'd love to see Wyatt get a little bit more opportunity this week, and really it's going to start up front with that defensive line, uh, but, but we have the talent, I think, to match up against this very good Miami offense. Yeah, and to that point, Dane, uh, while he only got nine snaps again last week against the Rams, um, Dean Lowry only had 11. So from a percentage point, and, and honestly, the defense didn't play that many snaps. So because uh, when, when you look at the defensive line and the snap count, I think Kenny Clark led the defensive line with 32, uh, which is a really light week compared to most weeks. So um, So that could be coming. Um, and that could be a similar um, running the hot hand situation. I think uh, we've been saying for a while, another one of those guys we've been saying for a while, in the opportunities Devontae Wyatt's had in games, he's graded out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he seems to be doing getting graded out better and better in limited opportunities, albeit. Uh, so uh, perhaps he's doing enough in practice as well to give uh, Packers coaching staff enough confidence and and with the opportunities he had in the in game, say, you know, here is a changing of the guard. Um, let's see what the young man can do. We know what Dean Lowry can do. Um, and I think that's the biggest change that they could make with the guys in the trenches on the defensive side of the ball here down the stretch as well. Uh, so uh, completely agree there. I, I think, you know, just going back to um, the idea of trying to slow down this Miami run game, um, McDaniel was the offensive coordinator uh, under Kyle Shanahan uh, for those 49er teams that gashed the Packers the last few seasons running the ball. Um, Obviously, he and Coach LeFleur, very close and intimately familiar with each other's uh, schemes and tendencies. Uh, So there's not going to be any surprises there. Um, And so I think it's just a matter of, again, we talked about last week, similar situation. Um, a lot of familiarity between the coaching staffs and it's going to come down to you execution and aggressiveness, limiting mistakes and um, the players and the talent on both sides of the ball uh, rising to the top. And so this could be a really exciting game. I'm expecting it to be a very exciting football game. I think it'll be very competitive. I um, personally uh, think the Packers can go down there and win. As you said, Mm -hmm. this isn't a world beating Miami team. They've actually been struggling a little bit here in the last few weeks. Um, So I I think this is going to be a real opportunity, Uh, but, 
Uh, the reason I'm so focused on the run is I think that they're going to get some plays. Tyreek Hill is going to make some plays. Waddle's probably mm-hmm. going to make some plays. Yes. But what we can't have happen is that they just run on us in, in impunity like Philadelphia was able to do. If that happens, right. it's going to be tough. I, I, I don't know how the Packers offense might need to put up like 45 to have a chance to win this game. And that's asking a lot. So um, mm-hmm. so I, I we do need to have a – uh, somewhat um, of a, uh, a, a semblance of being able to limit some of those uh, rushing uh, opportunities that Miami's going to want to take. Um, and certainly, I think another big key on the defensive side of the ball is when we do have those opportunities uh, from Tua to, to get our hands on football, we need to secure them. Um, this is a Packer secondary that particularly early in the season uh, missed a lot of opportunities to secure interceptions. This is a week that we can't give this offense second and third opportunities. And if you want to go on down there and win a tough game on the road, winning the turnover battle is a great way to, to give yourself a better opportunity to do that. I love it. And 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 uh, before we hit our commercial break, Wags, I'll just say uh, this is a, a week where Joe Barry is going to need to um, take chances. I don't think we beat Miami if we just play vanilla and we play zone. I, I agree we're going to have to play back in certain situations a little bit with the speed and the talent. I mean, Tyree Hill and Waddle are two of the better combos in the league. Um, so Jair's going to have to earn his paycheck. Razul's going to have to earn that paycheck. It's going to be a hard game for these guys, right? It's a battle. Um, but we're going to have to take our risk. We're going to have to take our chances. And we might get burned, as you mentioned, here and there. But if we just sit back and let them pick us apart, we're not going to win the game. We are going to have to find ways to, you know, make a play and make splash play happen. And I, I, um, it's it's incumbent on on Joe Barry to to figure out a way to take some risks and, and win this football game for this Packers defense. Yeah, and I know we're going to hit commercial break and we're kind of to keep this as tight as possible. But do you think there's a chance that even though he was completely supplanted and benched, that Darnell Savage gets a few more snaps this week, maybe uh, playing in that nickel uh, corner spot, or maybe it's Kayshawn Nixon still. But either way, I think with a guy like Tyree Kill, you almost want to cover him with one guy and be uh, try to at least touch him at the line of scrimmage and then maybe have another guy closely over the top because um, as you as you know uh, if he gets to the second level with just a gap he, he can be off to the races so you really um, you, I, you can't necessarily double team him in the traditional sense but you need to have help there and then maybe it's it's Jair uh, gets a, a little bit more sole responsibility on a guy like Waddle uh, so even though Hill's definitely the number one um you you give you give uh, a, a little bit of help on him and let's see if 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 uh, Jair is able to just match up individually as much as possible not necessarily man which I know a lot of fans are I would be calling for but uh, just uh give that is that the best look perhaps for this Packer defense regardless of which, whether it's Savage or Nixon out there uh maybe directly across from Hill at times I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, one of the reasons the Packers defensive line, in addition to just not being out there a lot because the defense didn't have to be out there a lot um, last week against the Rams, but they played a ton of nickel, meaning two down linemen. Um, uh, Savage got his one snap in that dime position. So um, as going back to kind of the top here, Wags, we're able to get uh, Miami to some obvious passing situations. Could certainly see more of that dime scenario where we get some more Darnell Savage, able to tune up some, some different, blitz packages as well to apply some artificial pressure 
Baker to Miami. So I think that you're onto something there. And we could certainly see some more Darnell Savage this week. I think Kayshawn Nick. Is, is really solidified that nickel role uh, for the defense, but Darnell Savage in that dime role, but it needs to be um, in those certain passing situations. And the more situations that they're in like that, I think the better odds are going to be winning the football game. So I'm hopeful we start, see Darnell Savage in, on, on the field defensively more. If for no other reason, it means it's probably an obvious passing situation for Miami. Yeah, for sure. And I think it would do well to put him closer to the line of scrimmage um, and let someone else be over the top as the safety valve to make the tackles uh, from what we've seen from Darnell Savage so far this season. Um, All right, Dane, let's take a break then uh, and talk about uh, our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, DraftKings is, of course, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, It's definitely the go-to when betting on the NFL for me this holiday season. Uh, Same game parlays, easy and fast payouts, player prop options, etc. So right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Wags, right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings up same game parlays all you have to do you go to DraftKings sportsbook app place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win player props point totals and more the more legs you add the bigger the boost the bigger your shot to win big so wags it's that time in the year too um where there's saturday games there's christmas day sunday games um one guy i'm really surfing is uh, Stefan Diggs for Buffalo. They're playing a pretty bad Chicago Bears team. I think Diggs is going to just light them up, and Buffalo Bills are going to destroy the Chicago Bears this week. Uh, but there's so many other games all weekend long. Um, you know, how about A.J. Dillon again, Wex? Um, we'll see if the Packers continue this. This feels a little bit more like an Aaron Jones week to me. We're going to talk about the offense momentarily, but there's so much good, fun action. Uh, so go to DraftKings Sportsbook and, um, you know, make your Christmas even that much more merry uh, by doing some of these parlays. Yeah, now that A.J. Dillon won't be beating my uh, struggling fantasy team, I'm all on board with that. Um, so, folks, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code, code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so Dane, um, let's move over then to the Packers offense against this Miami defense. And um, I'll I'll tell you what, what a role reversal it's been talking about the offense now. Um, I'm at the point, Dane, that I'm like really confident in this offense. So how about that? I don't know how you're feeling about the offense, but um, certainly this is not a game that we can have any setbacks because offensively we're going to need to be clicking. We're going to need to put up some points. I'm not saying we're need. Hopefully we don't need to put up 45. As I said earlier, if the defense can uh, get some takeaways and, and, and get some stops, uh, but um, they're going to need to put some points up this week. And uh, I'm at the point though, that I feel like there's lots of different ways that we can accomplish that with the run game, with the pass game. Uh, We've got some things clicking. So uh, where does it start for you this week against this Miami defense? Yeah, so um, I I look across this Miami D, and they've kind of been a 
middle of the road defense uh, for a lot of this year. And I, and I, I think that just start up with the run game. Um, and I think it is, as I mentioned, an Aaron Jones kind of week. Um, he is, um, he's playing some of his best football, I think right now, Jones, that is. And he seeded some of those carries to AJ Dillon, but that's by design, right? The Packers are trying to balance out that running game. Kind of what we were hoping they'd be able to do to start the year. This is the offense we're hoping for. Um, and Aaron Jones, though, has been so dynamic. I think he's fast enough to be able to get the edge and kind of the um, uh, against this Miami defense. Um, I think that we can set the edge offensively with our offensive tackles. I really like our matchups um, with our five against their four legs or their three. I think they play a three-four defense up there in Miami. Um, but across the board, uh, I look at somebody like a, a Sealer, the defensive end for Miami. Um, I think that a Yash Nyman. And um, and probably Zach Tom, my prediction, are, are going to be able to um, really have their way with him. Elton Jenkins in the interior of this offensive line. This is a decent Miami Dolphins defensive line. I don't think they're world beaters there. And I do think it starts up front with the run game. It starts, um, you know, a, as it generally does. Uh, but I really do like our matchups this week. Um, and, and I would like to see kind of this hot streak continue offensively because you're correct, Wicks. I think that this is an offense now. Now, putting it on tape, it's showing defenses, oh, we've got to worry about this guy. Oh, we got to worry about this. we got to worry about this. It was a little more one-dimensional to start the year. Now we've got a number of dimensions, and this defense has a lot of different talented players across this offense that they need to worry about. Yeah, I, I agree. And and the as far as the Miami rush defense is concerned, uh, they're middle of the pack. Uh, you yeah. know, they're giving up 4.4 yards per rush, uh, so pretty solid. They haven't they're in the top 10 in total rush yards given up, but they're also in the top five in least uh, rushing uh, rushes attempted against the defense. Right. Uh, probably, you know, part of that is having a dynamic offense, putting up points. Other teams are trying to play at a faster pace and keep up to you. I think the script should be flipped this week. We've seen it in years past against the Packers where teams try to slow down the pace. Packers are a very slow paced offensive team. Uh, even when things have been humming a little bit better uh, in the last few weeks, uh, like they have been. Um, so uh, I, it would behoove the Packers to absolutely uh, really try to do everything they can, as they have been, uh, all, you know, since they've been trying to get this offense going a little bit to get that run game going. And with a, a good to go A.J. Dillon again this week, I think, uh, as you said at the top, Aaron Jones looked healthier and more dynamic coming out of the bye. Um, and uh, even uh, uh, even Patrick Taylor got, got some snaps yeah. and I think filled in down the stretch with, with Dillon out of the game. So um, I'm not expecting him to get snaps if Dillon's able to go, but we, we have the horses here uh, to go down to Miami and um, and run the ball. Uh, I, I don't yes. know exactly what the game time temp will be. I'm guessing it's going to be a little cooler in Miami even than what's normal. Uh, so I'm uh, even though I'd rather have the, them in Lambeau this week than in Miami, um, weather-wise, it's not going to be like a September or early October game when we've gone down to Miami. And that's been a house of horrors for the Packers uh, over the years uh, when those uh, hot and humid temperatures. Um, so I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, so we should and have it fresh. And Wags, I'll, I'll cut in. Right now it's 80 degrees in Miami. By Sunday, for, for the Packers uh, game on Christmas Day, um, it's going to be about 50 degrees and raining. So um, definitely not so that, that might even Miami weather. Benefits the Packers, well, I would say. 
honestly, that could be a, an advantage for the Packers. Um, yes. You know, especially with rain, Tua doesn't have the, the biggest hands. Uh, so, you know, that's something that if he struggles to throw the football, I think Aaron uh, has shown that even though he's been a little erratic on some throws this season, <laughs> generally, uh, he's kind of more weather resistant than most quarterbacks. And um, 50 degree temperatures, it's like, it's not going to phase anybody on Miami. I get it. But that's a um, that's like a kind of a demoralizer for Miami while the Packers are yes. going to be like, it's warm out. You know, they're going to be excited yes. to be down there in 50 degree temperatures so um yeah that's great i'm glad you jumped in there on that uh, one of the other things i think with miami defensively they're not great in the red zone so both rushing and passing um they're in the bottom uh, six in the league uh in most uh pass touchdowns given up now Again, grain of salt. Part of that could be playing with a lead, especially early in the season. They put up a lot of points. Um, and so some of that can be garbage touchdowns. Uh, they're playing a little softer defense. Uh, that being said, I think there's opportunities there. Um, they give up a high for percentage of passes. This isn't a secondary for Miami uh, that has very many takeaways. They've only got seven interceptions all year. Um, as far as getting after the quarterback, uh, you know, they, they can – they can be okay. Um, as you said, they've, they've got a solid defensive line. I don't think there's uh, any world beaters uh, on that side of the ball. But um, uh, again, kind of middle of the pack um, in terms of uh, sacks and pressures on the quarterback. Uh, so uh, with the way that this Packer offensive line has been playing, I think that makes us as multidimensional offensively against them as they can be against us and our defense. So um, I, I think it's really incumbent that we continue to get this run game going, uh, keep drives moving, uh, limit third downs, but uh, really try to continue to improve uh, on third down. We've been a little bit inconsistent uh, at that still. Um, but um, if this is a week where we can uh, be good on third down um, and uh, keep this Miami offense off the field, I think that could really mess and disrupt with that rhythm uh, of Miami's offense, mm -hmm. particularly then if the Packers defense is able to come up with a takeaway or two. Um, so that's the recipe to me is uh, this Packer offense uh, in conjunction with special teams and defense and everyone doing their part um, I think if we can put actually uh, a 30 spot on this Miami defense, mm -hmm. um, I think that puts us right where we want to be. Is that going to be enough? I don't know, but I think that puts us right in the ballpark, particularly if we can play some good time possession and uh, uh, keep the Miami offense from being able to make some of those uh, explosive plays and, and keep them off the defense and off kilter uh, as much as possible. Hey, Wags, did you notice in the last couple of weeks, um, I, 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 Rogers, and I'm curious if you agree with this assessment, seems like Rogers has been playing a little bit more within the offense too, not taking those, um, you know, third and shorts uh, deep. We saw it with Mercedes Lewis last week across the middle. We saw a couple check downs I thought were really good to AJ Dillon um, last week. Just plays where I feel like earlier in the year he was forcing the ball. Um, he was taking what was in front of him this week. I mean, did you agree with that assessment? Because I mean, if that's the case, that's another encouraging sign to maybe part of the reason this offense is good as it's been. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a symptom or a cure, but I'm sure mm -hmm. when Aaron's feeling more confident in what everyone around him is doing, he's probably going to 
we tend to take less chances. Um, and because here's the thing, uh, he knows that it doesn't ride or die on just getting a play or like breaking, breaking down the defense. And I think early in the season, we saw a little bit of Aaron getting frustrated. Let's be honest. And he probably felt like the dam needed to break uh, in some of these games. And if they weren't going to be able to make a big play down the field, that um, the Packers offense didn't have enough consistency to make a long Mm -hmm. drive. And now I think he has the belief that this Packer offense has the consistency and the efficiency to maintain a long drive and convert some third down. Will they do it every drive? Of course not. But um, that confidence, I think, allows him to take a breath and, you know, to your point, play a little bit more within the offense. And if they have to punt the ball, I don't think he's going to be happy about it. But also on the flip side, I think he probably realizes that um, over the course of four quarters that this offense has uh, enough ability at this point uh, based on what everyone else is doing up front and with some of the playmakers, uh, both uh, at, in the running back group, which I'm sure he always had confidence in, uh, but particularly uh, with the wide receiver core, um, that uh, he's willing to, you know, um, I think probably be a little bit more conservative, which, you know, you could argue either way, but I think Aaron's still going to take his shot. So uh, yes. for the most part, I think it's a, a good thing, uh, big picture. This week, I'm sure he's going to take some opportunities, Um I, I, I am sure he's not happy about that interception where the ball kind of sailed. Yes. You thought that that was just purely it sailed. Um, I, I didn't know if part of that was they just weren't on the same page. Uh, I'm speaking about he and Lazard, but yeah. either way, um, I, I'm sure it, I thought he had a little bit more zip and accuracy on more of his throws, uh, for the mm-hmm. most part last week. Uh, so I don't know if you agree with that, but, um, but yeah, I, I, his mental, um, approach seems night and day different and that's what we need for Aaron Rodgers he may not go out there and chuck for 350 yards and four touchdowns every week like he did in his prime Uh, but uh, if he's doing uh, if he's going to be dangerous in situational situations and I'm not saying he's a game manager by any means but he could be the most dangerous game manager um, that we've ever seen at the quarterback position if he is so um, (laughs) completely agree with that Dane and I think that's a good call out. Wags, uh, anything else offensively before we want to talk about X factors and make our predictions this week? No, I don't think so. Uh, do you, Dane? Do you think? I, I mean, again, I'm not saying 30s the number that'll be enough to win, but would you feel comfortable if the Packers followed that game script that I laid out with a, a yes. 30 spot this week? Okay, absolutely. Um, I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll, I'll tell you how how much I agree with you when we get to our score prediction because you're okay. you're floating around the magic number. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, let's jump into that then. And of course, this segment, uh, X Factors and Score Predictions, brought to you by Leap Spirits. Uh, Leap Vodka and Leap and Lemonade is available all over the state of Wisconsin, exclusively in Wisconsin. Uh, so go to leapspirits.com today. Find on click, uh, click on find Leap Spirits to find it in a retail store or restaurant near you. So, Dane, let's start with the X Factors. And um, I think um, let's start with the defensive side of the ball, as we did with the breakdown. What do you have for X factors this week on the defensive side? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go um, right away. My leap spirits uh, defensive X factors can be Razul Douglas. He had an interception last week, um, maybe misguided 
um, lateral after the interception. But um, this is a week where the Dolphins have two major players at wide receiver position. Um, I'm going to rely on Jair on one side of that thing because he's, uh, you know, he's our number one. So really, Razul had a bit of an up and down year, but he's had some really positive moments. I think he's playing his best football right now of the season. Uh, So I'm going to go with Razul Douglas. Um, If he has a big week, I think this Packers team can uh, can really limit the big plays from Miami Dolphins. So he's uh, Razul Douglas, my leap spirits X factor on defense uh, for this week. Okay, great. And I'm going to go with uh, uh, Enic Bard. Uh, I think he's he's someone that I think had a, a, great, a really solid performance last week. Um, he's he's I think had some rookie moments uh, to just to be realistic and fair. Um, but I think going back south. And he played in the SEC. He got to face Tua a couple of times in college. Um, so I, I, I uh, am looking for him to make some type of impact play uh, this week. And I think that's the type of thing that can really flip the script uh, for the fortunes of the Packers in a game like this, particularly, is uh, if you're on the road and you've got maybe one of those on sun guys, not one of your maybe main guys that you would expect, uh, can come up with an impact play or two if he can get a sack or maybe even strip the football. Uh, that could be something that could uh, really, really make a big impact and give this defense the confidence they need to make a few stops and, and uh, hopefully give the Packer offense uh, enough opportunities to go out there and do what they need to do to win this football game. So um, I really like what JJ has been able to bring. Yeah. Um, he's still learning. He's still growing. Um, I think he was a little bit better against the run last week. Um, still has some opportunities with setting the edge, but um, hopefully he's been paying attention to uh, uh, Preston uh, in, in, in game film and, and he's learning um, and, um, and can continue to do that this week. All right. So Dane, offensively, um, I'll lead with this. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. I said it last week, Aaron Mm. Jones. I'm going to say Aaron Jones again this week. It just feels to me, I mean, he had a solid game last week uh, for Aaron. Um, He didn't have a wow game. Uh, I'm just just in my heart of hearts, even though it didn't come last week, I think Aaron Jones has a a wow game uh, in him. Uh, I think he's overdue for one, and I think this is a game where he could make an impact all over the field, both running the ball and uh, catching the ball. I wouldn't be shocked, and I would love to see him break a long uh, mm-hmm. play, whether that's as a catch or a run, uh, where it's like maybe a 40-plus yard gain. Um, I think this is a week that he has that in him, too. Um, so I'm looking for Aaron Jones uh, to be that X factor, lead the way uh, in this Packer rushing attack like he normally does, and uh, for that to be a key recipe to offensive success uh, down there in Miami on Sunday. Solid prediction with Aaron Jones. Um, I'm going to go with the guy who came back last week, Romeo Dobbs. Um, You know, had a a nice comeback game. Um, Played kind of some of the possession role to uh, Christian Watson's big playability. Um, But I think this week, Romeo's going to stack off 
off that first week. He's going to be a chain mover for this Packers offense. And I think he's going to be a guy who's going to be able to find his, his um, weak spots in this Miami Dolphins defense. He's, he's, um, he's still learning this NFL, um, you know, the speed of the game, but he's played really well uh, in, in his moments this year. And this is another week where I think he's going to be the guy who's going to get come down with four or five, six catches for this Packers offense and keep those chains moving. So Romeo Dobbs is going to be an impact player this week, and he's my uh, spirit X-Factor on offense. Beautiful, beautiful. Dane, I feel like you're really teed up for score prediction. Yeah. So I'll go first and I'll let you uh I'll let you really uh bring the gauntlet here. Um I don't know how it's gonna happen. It's not an impossible ass, so I don't want to make it sound like it is, but I'm gonna have the Packers eking out a win down in Miami, thirty-three to twenty-nine. I'm going to stick with my 30 number being a magic number. I'm going to give the Packers a little cherry on top. Um, and they go down, keep those playoff hopes alive, get some things to break our way Saturday. They come out charged up, somehow steal a big win on the road against a Miami team that really needs a win as well, which mm-hmm. uh, we should point out uh, to keep their playoff position intact. But um, I, I, I am going to say that the Packers, it's not going to be necessarily pretty at time. This isn't going to be a dominating game. It might be kind of one of those that we're pulling our hair out uh, and super nervous when it comes down to the end. Uh, but I believe, and I'm going to continue to believe, uh, until we're completely out of it, uh, 33 to 29 Packers. Terrific, terrific prediction, Wags. I love it. I really do. And we're very close on score. Uh, I take the Packers winning too. Uh, I think it's 31 to 30. Green Bay Packers win. Uh, Mason Crosby is going to go break the uh, most consecutive game streak this week uh, for any Packer player in franchise history, uh, breaking Brett Favre's record. Mason Ironman Crosby is going to trot one out there late in the game. I think Packers are going to be down late. It's going to be wet. It's going to be a little chilly for Miami defense. They're going to be worn down. And I think Rodgers is going to get them in position. And Mason's going to come through in a huge moment on the road. And we're going to go on a little run. It's going to become a run uh, down in Miami on Sunday. Merry Christmas. I expect the Packers to win 31-30. to 30, And they have a really fun flight home to Green Bay. I love it. If, if No matter how it happens. I mean, it could be 13, 10 or 56 yes. to 55. <laughs> if the Packers win on Sunday, I will be thrilled. Um, yes. So all uh, I it, want for it, Christmas legs. It's a Packer win. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, all right. So folks, thanks so much. Uh, for those of you that have hung with us here, we'll be, um, uh, of course, putting this recording out since we haven't done this as a live stream here today. But I uh, wanted to make sure that we can get this out there for you to listen to sometime over the course of this holiday weekend. And wherever you are, here's to you and yours. Um, and um, uh, have a very safe and happy holiday season. And as always, be legendary and go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go Pack Go. Ain't showing no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.